Hello, hello, hello. My name is Maze, and welcome to the Noise Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Noise Podcast. I just had to check with Laura what episode we were on because it's episode seven already. Can't believe it. I can't believe it. So we're set up now. It's, it's just Laura and myself today. Unfortunately, Matt couldn't be with us. He says, you know, every time that we record an episode, he says, oh, uh, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything since the last episode. No. But then oftentimes when you ask him, he's always out or well, this always is a busy. Thing, see? But what is he doing when he's out? This is a thing. I Maybe think, he's yeah, doing he's something dodgy. He's a agent. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he's a secret agent. He's, like, he's a secret agent. <laughs> that's, that's what we it is. We found out. Yeah. So oh, that'll be a good conversation start for the next episode. Matt, the secret agent. So um, we'll have to find out what he's been up to. So it's just Laura and myself. We're set up today slightly differently. Are you mm-hmm. enjoying the setup, Lo? I love this. I feel very chilled. Yeah. It's very zen. So we- usually when we record the Noise podcast, we're up in, in the attic, mm-hmm. which is great it's nice it's a lovely space yeah the only problem is in the summer obviously the attic there's the window the heat's coming through and they say the heat rises yeah so obviously being in the attic at the top of the house it is sweltering there today it's been pretty warm for the last few weeks and i thought if we're gonna sit here for an hour recording this podcast it, it's gonna, it is like a sauna up there yeah. it literally is like a sauna it's a cheap spa day isn't it for you it is a cheap spa day yeah. but I'm not a big fan of spa days. No, I am. But speaking of which, <laughs> I've got a, it was a nice segue in there. It was actually. We've got to talk about, because you went to a spa, had a spa day yesterday, yes. didn't you? And you've got a little story. But an unfortunate event. It, really. was, it was a bit unfortunate. So, well, you know, it's nice. I, I'm, on, I'm on leave, which is lovely. And I think when you're on leave, I've, after my first week kind of staycation, second week I'm going to Mallorca. So Brilliant. I'm excited. Can't wait. Right? Happy medium. So I thought, right, Kate got me a voucher for my birthday to go and have a spa. I won't say the name of the spa because I feel bad, but it was a local one to where we are. Okay, okay. So I was like, oh, great. And, you know, you can pick your pick your treatments and everything. And they, they're great. I've had, I've had treatments there before. Marvellous. So I go there and I'm thinking, oh, okay, great. So I, I rock up and they give you, you know, you've got your, your robe and everything is slippers and oh, it's, it's fab. And then you kind of go in and they sit, you sit in this room and it's, you can smell all the oils and you've got this music that is like, oh, and I feel relaxed already. They haven't even touched me yet. So they take me into this room and, um, you know, have you had a massage before? No, I can't deal right. with it. What can you deal with, though? I can't deal with strangers touching me. Okay, yeah, you take it. That seems like a normal thing to say, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. I don't know why people love it so much. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. But I'm, like, super, super ticklish as well. Yeah. So I wouldn't cope. No. But anyway, I know a lot of people enjoy it, so you carry on. It was lovely. So they start, you know, it's a really awkward moment at the start because you go in and they say you've got like you know the massage bed and they, they got yeah, it with a little hole. donut thing yeah but there's a hole where you put your face in yeah. right and they say right get comfortable so you you know it's gonna be a bit of tmi so you kind of you know you take off your bikini top whatever so you sort of lined up and you can't get comfortable so there's like so they say oh make yourself comfortable well there's like two minutes where you're trying to get on the bed <laughs> and wiggling down and you feel vulnerable and you're there and you're like right i'll chunk my face in this hole <laughs> it's like it's really awkward 
awkward. <laughs> and so she, you know, the outside, the other people come, like, I'll give, I'll give you five minutes to make yourself comfortable. And yeah, just yeah, like, thanks, oh my love, gosh. Yeah. And I just feel like, I, you know, you could topple off the bed because there's nothing to grab onto. You sort of, and you've got to kind of shimmy underneath these towels that they put on. It's just really awkward. And then you kind of create the illusion that you're calm and you've, you've managed to get, and she gives a little knock on the door. She's like, can I come in? I was like, yes, it's fine. Um, and so she's like, right, you know, so she starts off and it's, it's lovely. So, you know, did, and I'm ticklish on my feet. So she started right. doing my feet, not ticklish at all. I thought this woman's brilliant, right? And did, you know, did, did my legs and everything, then kind of did my back, which was lovely. And then I had like a scalp massage, which I was like, oh my gosh, that was going to die and go to heaven. It was lovely. I was like, in my head, I was like, just take my money, just take it all. <laughs> she's amazing. And then I had a facial. And your, this was a thing. It didn't happen when I was face down. It would have been better if it had, because I could have disguised it. She was touching my face, right? And there was nowhere to go with what happened. So I'm just lying there, you know, thinking she's putting all these products. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. This is really relaxing. Kind of got the exfoliator scrub going on. And all of a sudden, bless her. And this happened so many times to me. And I, I thought, oh gosh, it's his stomach rumbled and I, i'm not joking it wasn't oh, just no. a rumble it was like a growl like yeah. a prolonged growl oh, no, the worst. And, and so i'm facing up and i'm like oh gosh and i start like shaking like giggling i'm yeah. like stop stuff. but i didn't want it to think i was giggling so my face was making this really weird grimace and like every time i was trying to think of anything else but every time i thought of it like my face was just yeah. like i think it's really bad and i finally composed myself and this was about like 10 minutes later and then it grumbled again in her stomach and oh, i thought this no. is this is just just i, like, I can't so for like well for well 75 percent of the massage i was chilled the last one was just trying not to laugh and before I've had cramp in a massage, which is really awkward. And then, you know, there's always the thing of, you know, you try not to fart as well sometimes. <laughs> but um, I didn't have that yesterday, which good, is good. good. It's kind of, you know. See, there's too much to think about. It's too much stress. There, it, it, you know, but it is lovely. I think it's just, it's just really nice. You kind of, you know, drift away. Yeah. And then well, stomach that rumbles. does sound pretty funny. It is it is the worst, though, because there's nothing you can do about it when you your stomach do. growls. I mean, we've all no. had it, no. either in an exam or in church or... <laughs> whatever when, it's and it's funny. always at the most inappropriate <laughs> times and it, it is quite funny really because yeah. obviously they're trying to create this atmosphere in a, in a massage <laughs> no. and they're like oh just relax and <laughs> probably got nice music playing or whatever <laughs> and then you just relax yeah all of a sudden <laughs> and you're like oh gosh what do i do and it was just was it just the two of you in the room yeah oh no was someone else in there it's not like a group you know well, you could have this you have couples two- massage and you you know you have somebody else in yeah. but no just me and her Oh, and she was lovely. And, and neither and, of you, you acknowledged know, it. I couldn't acknowledge it because it's really awkward. Because you, you know, it's been quiet the whole massage, and I didn't want to embarrass her, but I feel like I may have. And I'm like, oh bless. And she did a wonderful job, and she was so good. Yeah. It just tickles me. It's just, it's just being immature. That's what it is. Well, no, I think most <laughs> people would find that funny. I would find that funny. So funny. I mean, for all those reasons, this is why mm-hmm. I don't like massages. So you know, if anyone's thinking of buying me a spa day, just don't. Don't. No. Um, as if anyone was. <laughs> so if sat in there, I was, John, mate, you need a spa day. I'm going to buy him one. Fair play. If that was oh. you, uh, thanks for the thought. It's the thought that counts, they say. It is say. the thought that counts, um, very much. But maybe we'll leave that. But yeah. anyway, we're in the new setup. We're in, we're in the living room. We're in yeah. the lounge. And Laura came in and she sat down and she's getting ready. She's like, <laughs> you know, it feels like uh, we're in your lounge. I was like, oh, funny that. Because we actually are. We are. We are. So... It is comfier. It we is got comfy. the nice sofas. The only thing is, obviously, 
on a street. Sometimes people pass, so we just, I'm hoping the... Letters, in it? Yeah, it's people are not shouting good. when they walk past the window because that might be an issue. But Laura's already smacked the mic about three times sorry. already. So, you know, <laughs> how much worse can I get? I don't um, think you've noticed. But... <laughs> <laughs> we noticed, though. This is why you have to sit on your hands. It's going to have to be a rule. It's going to have to be a rule oh. for Laura. Now she's going to have to sit on her hands. Very expressive, I which have. is a good thing. I just emote with thing. my hands. Can't help it. So... There's a few things. Just want to recap from the last episode. Mm. Now, Matt brought up this film. Yeah. That we'd never heard of, but from what I've seen, it's a bit of a like a cult classic. Because I need to watch it. the people who have mentioned this have said they loved it. So we need to get our hands on this film, The Great Mouse Detective, <laughs> which is like a a Sherlock Holmes spoof. It's like a Sherlock Holmes slash Ratatouille type. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so. I just, Dan Hearn again, one of our loyal listeners, he's listened to every episode so far, he's tweeted out and he's he just posted a picture of this film and he said, I love this film, you know, oh, he see? was on board. So Matt, if you're listening to this, you're not alone. No. And I put it on Instagram and I was like, Does it, has anyone heard of this film? Because I'd know heard of it. No. And then um, Emma, one of my friends replied saying, yeah, this was awesome. And it's just like... What is this? I've never even heard of it. That's, I've never that's heard a weird of it. Thing. And I don't think many people have. No. But... What I'm seeing is that those who have seen it loved it. Right. So what I'm seeing is it's worth a watch. I'm going to watch it. If you can get your it. hands on it. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think it's on Netflix or anything, so we're going to have to find a way of, of, of watching it. But there we are, The Great Mouse Detective, if anyone hasn't seen it yet. Um, speaking of films. Yeah. Toy Story 4, have you seen it no, yet? No, I've not seen it. No, neither have, have I. No. Yeah, go on, go on. You say what you were well, going to say. Well, what I was going to say was, mm. and I need to, to keep my cool at this point because someone oh no who shall remain nameless oh no but is part of the youth group spoiled oh. and we talk we've talked about spoilers oh, on this podcast we've talked about spoilers and we've talked about how much they rile me and it, this wasn't like a little you know a little spoiler oh that sucks because i get annoyed at those this yeah. was major like like six cents spoiler yeah that it was oh, massive gosh. so Part of me is annoyed and I don't even want to see it anymore. No. But obviously, I'm a big Toy Story fan and it'd be nice to see it. Yeah. But you haven't watched it yet. No. I see. I saw the trailer, something with a fork, isn't it? Forky. Yeah. But I, I saw it and I thought, oh. Is it a fork or a the... spork? Oh. Might be a spork, you know. Is it a spork? Might be a spork. A spork. But they call fork. it forky. Sporky. Okay. My issue is, I just, I was, I was watching it, I was like, are they, scra- are they scraping the barrel with this? From, again, from what I've heard, mm. it is very good. Okay. I should trust them. I really. Well, this is the thing. I do trust them, but at the same time, I was very happy with how Toy Story 3 ended. I enjoyed Toy Story 3. Yeah. I felt it was so, the right time. Spoiler alert. If Ooh. anyone's not seen Toy Story 3 and you want to see it, stop listening or switch it off for two minutes. So I consider it all done. The fact that all the toys were left in this house, Andy mm. drives off, is super sad. It was sad. Uh, but... Um, and then what's her name? Bonnie, the little girl, yeah. I think. She's got all the toys and they're all happy. Yeah. The little girl's happy. Andy's happy that they left yeah. in a good home. Good and the ending. toys are happy because they get to be played with again. Because exactly. obviously with Andy growing up, that was the whole thing that they were left, left, you know, alone. Know. It was sad. So it was, a, it was a really nice way to finish yeah. the trilogy, I thought. So That's when right. I heard they were making Toy Story 4, mm. I did have my reservations. But... You know, it's Pixar. It's going to be of good. it is. Yeah, It's going to be good. I should trust so it. So I'm going to try and get to see that soon, even though I've had this giant spoiler. Seriously, guys, if you're one of those people, 
just take a longer look at your life. Seriously. You're just ruining everything for everyone, okay? It's not cool, it's not funny, and it's not big and it's not clever, okay? That's all I'm going to say about that. Sorry, I'm just taking out my rage at one person onto a podcast. Um, Can I ask, I mean, is this one of the youth? It is. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hit him. I should, I should blink an open arms. It's a safeguarding alert right there, isn't it? <laughs> I was just like shaking my head. No. Like, who do you think you are? Anyway. <laughs> At that age, I suppose you think it's funny spoiling films. Yeah, it's not You will funny. learn. You will learn. <laughs> so when I found out what franchise he really likes, I'll have to go watch it really early and give him the biggest spoiler ever. No, I won't do that. No. Because Doesn't there's this thing called lesson. grace, yeah. which we need to show. 70 times 7. Absolutely. Forgive Forgiveness. Mm. Forgiveness and grace. And I'm over it. Clearly. Anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on. So this is the other question. We yes. gave you homework last time. Did you? Have you watched the Eurovision Song Contest yet? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot you gave me homework as well. She had one job, guys. I had one and job. It's not <gasps> even difficult. It's watching the Eurovision Song Contest, which you love. Can I can I just Google one? I mean you can, can I, I can tell you. I can tell you. No, don't no, don't tell me because I can't remember the faces. Bear with me, right? Hang on. I am gonna Google. I'll get okay. my phone. You you fill you fill some space. Fill some space. Yeah. So well, I didn't even watch the Eurovision Song Contest, so I can't okay. talk about it. Eurovision Song Contest. Here we go. Because you said no. that there was this one that you liked there about was. some mother and a daughter or something. I think she was singing about, it was like her daughter's perspective. Um, oh, who's that? Duncan? Or oh, the Netherlands? The Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, I can't even remember him. Isn't that bad? It is bad. Was he was he good? I don't know. I've not seen him. The whole point is that you're the only one of the three of us that had watched it. I feel like a really bad Eurovision fan. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, after after the first week that we talked about it, Mm. and you said about the story of your mother again, spoiler alert. Yeah. And now you did not even bother doing. You know what the thing is? I I clearly can't be a bigger fan as I said. Is there? This is true. You know, this is the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. This is, you will know them by their fruit type thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. You it know, is. I claim to be a fan of the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, we're getting all we're spiritual getting on this Oh, now. I know yeah, we are. Yeah, you and claim. then I, I didn't even, yeah. Ooh. But the way you're behaving shows mm. otherwise. I check my heart. That's you need to check your heart. You need, there's a bit of John Chris there yeah. coming through. Fair play. But you haven't seen it. The Netherlands no. won. I don't know if the song was any good. If anyone did watch Eurovision Song Contest, <laughs> please let us know if you thought the right person won. Because... Laura's obviously not going to do I that failed. for us. Um, so if anyone did watch it, did you enjoy it? And did the right person win? Maybe I should write a song for the Eurovision next year. I think you should. See, see how far yeah. we can get. Maybe we get Fridge Freezer onto the, the U- <gasps> Europe stage. I oh, feel like Eurovision would love it. They would, of course, they'd love they it. They love a good You're cheesy joking. song. You could have all, you know, people dressed up as fridges, kind of yeah. swaying in the background. Well, we and, had oh. this conversation with um, PCY when yeah. we went on our weekend away, mm. and they were talking about. Getting fridge freezer on Britain's Got Talent. It should. It should. So you should. what we what we thought was we'd probably keep fridge freezer till the final. Mm. So I would have to maybe sing a bit of Man Flu Blues in the first audition. Then I'd have to do another song. Oh no! I this is what know. we said: fridge freezer in the semi final, and then I'd sing a really gospel centered song like calling us up in the final oh, when there's like ten million yes. people watching. Yes. Like boom. Anyway, so we're going to have a giant fridge freezer. I'm going to be in the giant fridge freezer. Of course. And it's going to start high and it's going to drop down slowly as I'm singing the verse. 
and then when the chorus kicks in, I'm going to kick open the door. Oh, yeah. I'll be there with an electric guitar. It'll be pretty cool. That so would be awesome. Keep your eyes peeled, guys. Eurovision, if you're listening, let me sing Fridge Freezer. It'll be class. Cowell will love it. Cowell? Yes, I'm oh, Cowell. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll move back on to Brit's Got Talent. Yeah, I'm sure he would. He would. I'm sure he would. He would. Why, why wouldn't he? Exactly. You know, there's nothing not to like. No. Anyway, the, the, oh, the other thing, Ooh. next week, Lion King's coming out, isn't it? <gasps> I need to see it. Can't wait for that one. That is, I, I, I mean... Obviously, we know the story with that one. Yeah. So that's okay. It is okay. Because I feel like they can't be major Unless spoilers. they change it. Because, you know, some people do, don't they? There's a, sort of a remake. They kind of change something yeah. slightly. Slight, that's okay. A slight change. <sighs> it's, a big, it's a big thing. It is. There's a lot of pressure on them. It is. Because so many people love The Lion King. It's, it's up there with my favourite films ever. It's a brilliant film. So, oh, gosh. It's going to be it's gonna be big, guys. Mm-hmm. So... By the next time, by next podcast, hopefully I will have seen it and we can we can chat about it a bit. We'll have to make sure we all see it. Yeah. So, you know, by next episode, make sure you see The Lion King. So I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Because obviously, you've been through this enough times by now. We have. So, moving on, I thought today we just have a little chat, Law. And I thought, you know, you're on, you're on your annual leave. I am. I'm on a bit of a break. Um, Thank you very much for taking some time to come on the podcast on your break. That's very generous of you. No. Um, although it's basically just sitting down it's and just chatting. Just sitting isn't down it? chatting. Yeah, it's all right. It is. It's all right. Um, so we, I was wanted to talk about this idea of of relaxing and mm-hmm. resting. Yes. And um, the the Bible calls this Sabbath. So this idea of when God created the earth, mm-hmm. He made it in six days, and He rested. On the seventh. Yeah. Uh, whether you believe six days is six days or whether you believe six days is a period of time, God worked for so long and then rested. And then that's interesting because God is all powerful. Yeah. Yet he rested. Do you find that strange? I always find that strange. It is. I, but then it depends what he meant by rest for him. He stopped making the world, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, we're getting deep now. I've done some research about it because I feel like I don't say something and it'd be wrong. But we're it was, all wrong it was a model. We are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a model, wasn't it? Then that, that, I think so. That, yeah, the, you know that everybody looked at and were like, right, work six and rest for the seventh. But there's something in that, though, isn't it? They do. They like I think as scientists or people have said that you should have one day. Yeah. where you just do nothing. Yeah, the Bible's been saying it for thousands of years. Exactly, and, th- and this I was going to raise this point yeah. in that people have tried to work nine or ten days so they can be more efficient but then they realize that they just couldn't no there's something in us that we need that rest and like you say god has said it from the start and it's not just that there's so many things that the bible has said for thousands of years that scientists are now realizing that oh this is best for humans but god's been saying it since forever and i just think if we take the time to look at the the logic of what the bible tells us um then you actually see that actually a lot of what God says makes sense. Yeah. So true. logically we can we can think actually God knows best. And I mean, sometimes that happens straight away. Sometimes that's through a process of research yeah. and, and looking into things, but we should be looking into it. So through your sort of journey and your life, mm-hmm. would you say you're you're good at keeping Sabbath? I feel like because the 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 command is then, because obviously this is one of the Ten Commandments then later on, yeah. that uh, we should take one day uh, to worship and to rest. 
um, to work six days and to rest on the seventh day. And I remember a pastor saying, I was listening to once, that those two halves of that verse are going to speak to different people. So I think we would lie on different sides yeah. of the spectrum. So for me, <laughs> I would have to listen more to the work six days a week. <laughs> and maybe you would have to listen yeah. more to the but rest, but rest one day. Because yeah. obviously some of us are super lazy, like me. I'm an Enneagram nine, which means I laziness is my sort of course in. But um, for you, I know you work hard and you work a lot. Sometimes do you find that difficult then to just take that time out and switch off and yeah. to relax? So... I know for me, because this is the thing, if I don't, if I don't have that day of rest in the week, then I'm thinking, oh, well, I didn't have that day of rest, so I can rest a bit here. Mm. And that's really unproductive. I get really unproductive if I do it like that. But what I did find when I started it, I was like, right, I've got this one day off where I should just do nothing. And then sort of little things would kind of crop yeah. up. But now I'm, I'm really precious about that day off. And I'm like, no. So if someone texts me, rings me, I'm sorry no like obviously if it's if there's an emergency if someone's died obviously i'm gonna be there like a shot that's not that you know that's 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 goes without saying but you know if it's something oh can you can you just do this or can you, can you just do that i'm like no sorry oh i won't reply until like the next sorry day. that's just tickles me that was such <laughs> a dramatic example like somebody's died <laughs> i'm just like um excuse me this is my sabbath <laughs> yeah, yeah. so could you leave that news till tomorrow please yeah no um, no, but no. I know what you mean. These yeah, exactly. These, yeah, but so now you've made it more of a thing. I to have just, made it a thing the... because if I don't have that, then the rest of the week I'm not going to be working efficiently. So really, for me, it's that thing of okay. Well, if I don't rest, I can't work to my full potential. Which I shouldn't really think of it like that. Rest into work, but it does. Work well, I think like I that. think that is one reason why yeah. God has given us that command. That's it. But also, it is just to rest and just to be able to spend time with with him and 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 rest um with god and, and focus yeah. on him rather than constantly focusing on oh i've got to do this yeah. um this work is piling up mm. uh, i've got this to do i've got that to do because we all fall into that yeah uh, because obviously everyone's busy everyone's got mm. a million things to do so having that day just to try i mean it's impossible to completely switch off but yeah. to try and that discipline of exactly okay, no this is uh, the time where I'm going to leave all that to one side and just try mm. and, and rest is so important. It is. So obviously the Sabbath we think of now in the in the Christian church as Sunday yeah. for most people. Obviously the Jews, it was still the Saturday yeah. as it's always been. So, but for us, Sunday is a working day. It's hugely busy on Sunday. So Sunday is one of the busiest days yeah. of the week for us. Yeah. Working in ministry. So what do you have you got a set day then in the week that you take off so saturday okay so yeah so i suppose for yeah so saturday is my day off is that that is my sort of set but i do try and rest a little bit on the sunday so in the afternoon when i come home from church and that's that kind of i do nothing so i just sort of relax and rest because then i'm back out in church really then in the evening but so saturday is my set because that's the thing i don't know whether i mean it was a thing with the Israelites wasn't it where it was a specific day yeah but I think the principle is you take a day now isn't it because we're sort of free and if they change the day you know Christians change the day to a Sunday it's obviously not the day it's more the principle yeah of that taking a day aside and resting yeah but I was thinking about it like it is a thing of trust as well isn't it because if you if you're like oh I'm gonna work all the time so I need to get everything done need to you know sort of this set things out and 
but you're saying not you're saying well I actually haven't got time to rest you're sort of taking that time out and saying well actually I know I've got all this stuff to do but I'm going to obey what God says I'm going to take this day and then God's going to help me do the rest everything I need to do because I've obeyed him I've, I've taken it but it's so for me it is that thing of trusting because I know I could just work and work and work because you said you're an Enneagram 9 I'm an Enneagram 2 and yeah, I yeah. so it's the helper so it's always somebody who's like on the go all the time yeah. um so yeah, that's that's the thing for me. It's just like I have to switch off and trust God. And like if I haven't done something, I'm thinking, okay, well I haven't done it, but God says I got to rest, so I have to obey that. And then God will, and He He does, He sorts it out. So I find that if I've taken that day, I do everything I need to do, and then more, which is which is nice, really, and it is honoring God, and and that's good. So yeah, I yeah, like and I, I I was thinking about that in that it's not only the time to rest; it is that thing about trust. Mm. And I think again. God has commanded us to take that one day to realize that you can't do everything. No. And, you know, because there are people who are workaholics and they never oh, stop. Yeah. And yeah. they think, okay, if I take this day off, I'm wa- I'm wasting my time. Mm. I could be doing this. But God says, well, if you trust me, then you know you're going to yeah. get it done. I'm going to do it anyway. And yeah. it's that thing of realizing that, that God is bigger and stronger. So I can rest mm. because he's going to exactly. help me to do what I need to do so and that's the thing sometimes we try and do too much mm. and some of the things god hasn't even asked us to do that's me yeah so <laughs> just like god why am i so tired i'm doing all this stuff he's like yeah i only asked you to do 20 percent of that yeah. so d- don't complain to me do you know what i mean i'm getting triggered right now <laughs> <laughs> conviction that yeah, I I saw, okay but i'm the other way like i say I, i'm more i need to work harder maybe mm. um but we all fall some way on that spectrum don't yeah, we so there's exactly. people who just do nothing mm. and there's people who are workaholics and yeah. either end of that spectrum is unhealthy that's right so it's that thing of ah oh, you had a really good sermon on sort of holding on to something with with one hand rather than trying to grip everything with both hands and yeah. um, that's that from a scripture somewhere i can't remember this is bad sorry um but that thing of if you just work and work and work and all the time yeah then you are going to burn out. You will. Um, you and will. I think, you know, even for me, there's times where I felt that. Yeah. Because I think, especially in our culture these days, it's as if if you're busy all the time, that means you're doing well. Yeah, it's bad. It's uh, so bad. Those two sort of go hand in hand, we yeah. think. So when people ask, oh, how are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm super busy. And, yeah. and that sort of makes us feel good. Because, yeah, I'm being productive. I'm doing all this stuff. But it's not necessarily no. a good thing. No. Do so you think that's that strange how we sort yeah. of count those two as, as well, parallel? This, this is the thing, and it's true, because I was watching this programme, I think it was um, Outnumbered it was. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the day, so the parents, they kind of go to bed, and they sort of go, oh, and the other one is going, oh, you know, like yawning. <laughs> and, um, and then they sort of like competing with each other, like kind of saying who's the tiredest, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's like, oh, you know, it's our thing, yeah. isn't it? You just kind of... <laughs> competing with each other um but yeah it is a thing and I know at the end of the day you know I I know people who will try and validate themselves by the work they've done it's like oh I've done this you know and I've I've worked really hard and I think they kind of seek you know kind of approval in in what they've done Mm. not necessarily because they believe that they're better than anybody but it's that thing of you know I I have done this today and and you know it's it's I I can see it but uh it's, it isn't healthy, is it? No, and and is that thing of we are not valuable because of what we've done? No, 
we're valuable because of who we are and who God is yeah. and that he loves us regardless. That's where we fi- should find our value. Yeah. And then therefore, if if we are prone to overwork because we seek value from what we've done, mm. that should help us to think, no, I can't leave it to one side for now. That's right. Just rest in who I am in Christ. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, if we're on the other end of the spectrum, like myself, we should think, wow, God has done so much for me. Yeah. I need to do more for him. Yeah. So, you know, whenever we are on that spectrum, what's going to help us is to to focus on God first. Mm. And that should bring us back into line, whether that's God telling us work less yeah. or work more. Focusing on him should show us where we should, what we should do with that. So I just think mm. the Sabbath thing is so important. Yeah. That's something we need to really, you know, like you're doing, that you're keeping it really disciplined. Mm. Um and hopefully you're enjoying your time off at the minute. You're oh, being it. able to relax and you're going on holiday on Sunday. I'm I can't wait. Super jealous. I shouldn't say that, but I am. <laughs> she's like, ah, she's going in the sun. But hopefully we're going away as a family and the oh, end of August. Oh, that's lovely. So I've got a few weeks to wait. I'll bring you back going. a key ring. Thanks. Yeah. Again, one of those things is like souvenirs. Do you like yeah. getting souvenirs when people go on holiday? Because they're always sort of like things know. that you're not really going to use. No. I mean... Because how many key rings does one person need? Well, you know something, one. though? I was really grateful when Jem brought back a key ring from Brazil. Because that was really lovely. And I needed one, which was great. And so... And it, it wrote... She wrote on the back... They wrote on the back something in... Oh, yeah, I had one. And everything. Yeah, my and name. I was like, and that oh, was cool. Because that's personalised. Personal. Yeah. And I was like, yes, please. But it... Yeah, I don't know. Because it's always like fridge magnets yeah key rings coasters mm. sort of like yeah you're gonna use them but are you, are you saying you don't want a key ring when I, um, I mean if there's a key ring there and you think oh maybe would like this crack on you know or a coaster i i think i i bought a fridge magnet from northern ireland when we went over i thought you nearly said i brought a fridge back I was like, I'm too uh, I, you know i thought <laughs> i thought to myself no one wants a key ring but everyone needs a fridge so you know i <laughs> It was hard to fit it in the hand luggage, I'm not going to lie, yeah. but I snuck it in, well done, you know, well so I got back and said, mum and dad, I got your fridge. Gosh. So happy days, you know. Um, so yeah, this idea of Sabbath. So hopefully you have a nice time. How, you, how long are you going away for? Five days. Five days. So I'm very excited. That is exciting. That is exciting. Been nervous so, about the flight, but we'll be fine. You're not a good flyer? I hate flying, mm. it, which has is, which is developed over the years, weirdly. Okay. You know, it was fine when I was a kid, but I just, I don't like taking off. That's the... Ooh, I don't like it. And then landing frightens me. Do you I have, think it's gonna well, I hate flying. It's not that I'm, I've got a phobia. Or I'm scared of flying. I have really bad ears. Yeah, you got to watch that, haven't you? So the pressure of mm. the air pressure really hurts my, I feel like my head's going to explode. Mm. That's all I can say it feels like. So Well, I got something for you. So I, I Googled, there was this, this morning actually about air pressure thing. And I found these like, they've, you've got these little earplugs you yeah, can put I've in. Got them. Like, you've got them. Do they work? They have done. Right. Okay. So not every time, but I think they have helped a little. Oh yeah. So it has got a bit better, but um, that's the only thing. I, I love going on holiday, mm. but I actually hate flying. And yeah. again, that's, it didn't used to happen. No. But last few years. Anyway, enough about our flying phobias <laughs> and, and problems. Um, just relax, Law. Enjoy your time off. I will. And we'll be back ready for Holiday Club then and all the summer craziness and summer camps and yeah. all that we've got to do. And I'll need another month off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, my holiday comes after camp, so yeah. that's perfect then. Um, although camp's a great week as I well. I love camp. Summer camp. Yeah, brilliant. You know, 
and we've all been on summer camps. They are just so much fun. The group fun. Um, and again, this is a nice little segue into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, this idea of, so we talked about Sabbath. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was this idea of community and living our faith yeah. in community. And I was just thinking about camp and how it's so good because mm. you get a week where you're just in this little bubble together. Mm-hmm. You just get to know people really well. Yeah. You have that time away from all the distractions and all the technology and all the rest of it. And you just get to know people and spend time with them. And I know it's been on your heart recently, this idea of uh, friendship and yeah. community. So where did that come from with you? Why has it sort of mm. become more of a thing for you recently? I think this past year, I've just really appreciated my friends. And I can't, you know, there's no kind of thing. But it, it was just, I started the year and I was like, right. My my New Year's resolution was I want to have adventure. It's like, so it's like 2019 is going to be the year of adventure. I haven't scaled buildings or anything, do you know what I mean? Like, because I'm quite, you know, scared of that. Uh, but it was like, right, I'm just going to be really proactive in, you know, like like we were talking about with the Sabbath day, yeah. um, using that time to just meet up with friends and just do things like that, you know, constantly because I'm one of those people, if I don't organize something, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I was like, right, I need to be really intentional about my friendships and everything. And I've just really valued it. And then so when we started the house group, the OTT Reborn, it's called, I love it. There's a, the, so OTT stands for Older Teens and Twenties. And we had a group, how many years ago was it now? Oh, it's got to be. Three, three, four years ago? Yeah, yeah, it must be four, yeah. five years ago, yeah. And then we started it up again because we were like, we need that space yeah. to kind of just to do life together. So mm. it was a house group and we thought, right, we, we need that. So OTT Reborn, because I felt like, you know, it's, oh, it's rising from the ashes again. And, I, you know, it's quite poetic. Like, um, But I, it's that thing of just doing life together and just share, being able to share with people who, you know, you feel safe with about, you know, about different things, about life. Um, because, you know, being a Christian, you, you do feel on your own if you're mm. not surrounded by people. Um, so, yeah, it's just doing life together and kind of being really intentional about those friendships and kind of, you know, supporting one another. And I, I've loved it. And it's just been so, you know, it's just been really close to my heart. And, like, we're doing a new series now in church, aren't we, on friendships? Because yeah. I thought there's so many, you know, our, our culture is so focused on, you know, romantic relationships they kind of misses that art of friendship. Mm. And I think when, you know, when you've got kids and they first start school, it's always that question, isn't it? It's never like, you know, you know when your child comes home from the first day of school, it's never, or oh, so, you know, what was the food like? Or, you know, what were the teachers like? Are you good at this? It's like, did you make any friends? And I think we lose that art of, of making friends, don't we? Because we sort of are kind of wrapped up perhaps in our own life that we're not really intentional about making friends anymore. But I love friends. I get excited when I make a friend now. It's really No, that's sweet. good. That's good. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about this because uh, obviously there's, there's people who, there's a few people who listen to the podcast who are sort of interested in, in hearing about Christianity. Yeah. Um, which, which is, and just to say that Christianity, God wants us to do it together. Yeah. He wants us to journey together. Yeah. And it's not something that we should be doing on our own no obviously the most important thing is to know where you need to know where you stand with god yeah. and sometimes you need to go on a personal journey yeah, to so. to find out what you believe to to find out who god is um and 
ultimately that decision to follow Jesus is a personal one, mm. which we all have to make personally. But once we've done that, then God wants us to go on that journey with other people. Mm. He's designed it that way. He's a, re- a relational God. He loves yeah. relationships. Um, whether that's romantic relationships or friendships yeah. or, or family relationships or whatever, God loves, mm. you know, people being in relationships together. And, uh, you know, he's always been in relationship you know, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit have always been in relationship. Therefore, they're a relational God. He is a relational God, and he wants us to be the same. So, yeah, we started this house group a few weeks back, yeah. and it's just been really nice, hasn't it? It's been it? lovely. So it it's not good. nothing super spiritual or super no. religious. We just get together. Um, we just talk about life. Yeah. And what's been really nice is it's that space where you feel comfortable maybe sharing stuff that you mm. wouldn't shane like a bigger setting or like a prayer meeting or whatever because you know we're all on the same journey we all struggle with the same stuff and i think the more you are in community and are able to have those conversations the more you realize oh wow i'm not the only one yeah struggling in this area so important um because that's what when we're on our own all the time it isolates us Mm. and then it does make us think oh everyone else is doing fine everyone else is doing well and here's me struggling with this and and weak in this area but actually when you start to open up the conversation you'll see that everyone's in the same boat exactly and so that's one side of it but then the other side is that you can encourage each other then and strengthen Mm. each other and like god uses those relationships to encourage us and to push us forward and um i know it's been great for me like just being able to say yeah, this week I've, I've struggled yeah. and it's, I've not been okay and I've been quite down. But then, you know, and then people are not just like, oh, come on. Yeah. They're just like, just sitting there with you. Yeah. Um, and being like, yeah, it is hard right now, but it's going to get better. And That's just right. giving that hope and encouragement, which which comes from God. But like I said, I think God uses the people around us. Exactly. Is that what you found? I found that. And I, I, I've loved it. And it's just been... Because I think obviously for me, you know, working in the church, it's that thing of you kind of have that expectation placed on you. Um, And I don't share everything with Mm. everybody because I feel like I can't. Not because I can't. I know I could share and, you know, I'd have the support. But I think it's important to have just a close group of friends when you're in ministry who you could just go to and kind of offload and share um and just also be free to be you as well and I I found that really you know really great that I've just been able to relax and talk and not think about oh is somebody analyzing what I'm saying here or is you know it's just been lovely and it's been really freeing yeah um and I value that you Mm. know I really value my friends and and this community that we've we've got um because I think sometimes you you can feel on your own and Mm. you you know and again like especially in ministry you do feel like sometimes you do because you are put if if you're out the front or out anyway you what people do kind of view you a certain way as if you share something like oh did you know and and so it's nice to be able to kind of share openly here and knowing it's not going to go any further that's just so lovely so refreshing yeah and it's that pattern that we see in jesus's life yeah you know i'm sure obviously Jesus would have had hundreds of acquaintances being who he was. Like everyone wanted to know Jesus, Mm. but then he picked out the 12. That's right. And then even out of those 12, he had the three that he would 
be even closer that he would take so i think that's a really good pattern for Mm -hmm. us is that obviously we know loads of people we all know loads of people but then you know we've got this little group and Mm. it is about 10 to 12 of us which is quite nice (laughs) quite disciple-y number but then that i mean i'm sure this is for you that there are there's only you know a handful of people that you know everything and that's about it. us and that's how it should be exactly because you don't want everyone knowing your business no, about exactly. everything <laughs> no we but be like friend. <laughs> it's important to to have a, a few people yeah it's um, so true. and i think jesus's pattern in in that is really important for us so thinking about this and i was thinking about community and the church and, and christianity and how god wants us to to live it out together what would you say to maybe those people who say yeah i'm a christian i believe in god and i believe in jesus but i don't think that I need to go to church or be a part of that at all yeah what would you say into that because that's quite difficult it is a difficult one and I I appreciate as well that people will have been hurt by churches and so and perhaps for them going into a church is is a really difficult thing because their experience hasn't been great which sucks and it shouldn't have happened like that and I get really annoyed about that but I won't go down that road now um but also I think there are people who perhaps use you know, saying, oh, I, I don't need to go to church because I'm a Christian as a bit of an excuse. Um, and, you know, that that's not great either. So for me, I, you know, you need that accountability. I think that's, that's the thing, you know, in church, you kind of have that, you have people speaking into certain situations, you have, you know, people preaching and they'll say things that really build you up and encourage you. And that's really important and also convict you on things that, you know, actually perhaps you're doing that aren't really great. Mm. Um, and I'd say if you're avoiding church, there's some, I think there's something out of balance that you need to kind of pray about and think, mm. well, why don't I want to go to church? Yeah. Um, what is that? Because I can't see how somebody who is wanting to follow Christ and is going all out would avoid his people. Because that's the thing, you know, the church is called, I know it's, this is where we get like all, you know, symbolic as if, but the church is called the bride of Christ yeah. and Jesus is a bridegroom. Yeah. So if, you know, Jesus gave his life for the church. Um, so, you know, if Christ gave his life for the ch- his church, you know, I want to be around, you know, the people who, who he's called and who he, he loves, you know, he loves us all. Yeah. But it's that <clears> thing, <throat> isn't it, of, you know, you want to be around that community. Mm. So I would say if there's something that, you know, stopping you from going to church, and I think you need to just figure out what that is, because yeah. I don't think it's 100% normal to say, oh, I'm a Christian, but I don't go to church. Um, perhaps normal is not the right thing, but I, I would say perhaps there's, there's something that you need to work out there. Uh, because I I need church. Like, I, I really need to go. If I don't go to church, I miss it. I mean, I have to. I work there. Some people are awkward. <laughs> yeah. in rock. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not coming yeah. to church today, right? Just, just sort everything out yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I know, because obviously, I mean, this week I'm going away. So, you know, I'll be in the air on Sunday. So I'm going to go to church. But I think next week I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to go to our church, but I'll go to another church and yeah. worship just because I need that. I need to kind of be in that environment um, with other Christians, you know, kind of on that same journey. But I, I, yeah. So I'd say if you don't, if you're a Christian, you perhaps say, oh, I actually, I, I don't go to church. You know, I think you should ask yourself why, mm. but also just, just seek it out because I think you, you, it's, there's a richness in church where, you know, you're all in the same boat. You're all on this journey together. And for me, like the friends I've made in church, we're friends for life. Yeah. Like we, we, we all started going to that. Well, you 
few of us you know before um but you know I've had the same friends since I was 13 years old and we've all kind of grown in that and that's been that's been really great they might as you know they're my really strong friendship so just just go I was thinking about that <laughs> as well in the you were saying about the, the group of us that sort of grew up together yeah. in church and I think without that community mm. so there was again 10 15 of us yeah. that were really good friends and we sort of grew together like how many of us would be where we are now without that exactly community because so when you're on your own it's so much harder um so we've talked about sort of those people who maybe believe in god but they don't want to go to church um i think like you say a lot of it is they've had an issue or because people are the problem oh, people ultimately. are always a problem so you know with church people are the best thing but they're also the worst thing about yeah, it yeah. Uh, it just depends who you meet and the experiences we have but either way i don't think people should uh cloud our judgment of who god is no that's right whether that's brilliant people because on one hand you've got people who are really drawn to maybe charismatic pastors or yeah etc etc leaders mm. and they're like oh that person is amazing yeah or on the other hand you, they've been really hurt mm. by some judgmental christian either way it shouldn't affect who god is no you know? and we can see who god is from the bible um and that's the most important thing is to know who god is so whether people shouldn't influence that um and i know it's hard when we we are hurt in the church um and i i do believe that sometimes if it's that bad then maybe you need to remove yourself yeah but, but find another community of yeah, christians that's right because that's right and i think you know for those people who are listening who don't attend church who, who aren't christians but you you were sort of interested about faith and whatever then look around for churches mm. and find one that, that you feel loved and valued in because i think even if you don't believe in god it should be a place where you can feel uplifted exactly and encouraged and actually yeah. you leave there thinking wow you know i feel much better yeah. after being in this place and with these people exactly. um so just to encourage you to you know to just go along mm. and uh you know there's just so many good churches around i'm sure you'll find one um that that you'll enjoy but um the other people i was thinking of was you know we've talked about this this group that we've got now that we're really enjoying what would you say to encourage those people who would who would love something like that but they do feel on their own at the minute mm. i'd say pray for it mm. Because I always think, you know, I've, there've been times in my life where I've gone, I've needed a certain type of friend. And so I prayed to God for it. And, you know, I, I remember it was when I was starting my ministry journey. So discerning a call into ministry. And I just remember praying, like, I really want, um, a, you know, kind of a Christian friend. My, and I had them, but there was, there's this kind of, there was there was kind of a deepness that I wanted that you know and and God brought a lovely friend into my life she was an American missionary named Sam she's amazing and I love her we still keep in touch and God brought her into my life and we had so many adventures and you know she was great and we, we got such a good friendship and she was exactly what I needed at that time but also what was interesting she was praying for the same so it was like you know kind of God joined us yeah, together that's, that's awesome, yeah and and that was that was really special so whenever I've needed that you know God, and I've prayed about it God has brought that um it depends as well like if you're if you know there are you know Christians around you that you think oh actually you know I kind of I, you know I, I like the look of them they look tidy just sometimes it's taking that taking the first step and saying no, actually I'm going to initiate yeah this. that's what I was going to say yeah. you know I'm going to be the one to kind of set this group up because I really like this idea and yeah we need that and that's important so you take that first step mm. um 
maybe if if that's not you and you're sort of afraid and a bit nervous to do that be shy then kind of maybe suggest it or just kind of you know drop it in but sometimes you it needs somebody to be quite intentional about it and say okay well I think this is what we need Let, let's go for it yeah because I think it is you you can have all the best intentions of the world but if you don't actually kind of take that step and say right this is what we're doing I think this would be brilliant then it's not going to happen sometimes it just starts with you but yeah I'd say just go for it yeah that's what I was going to say is that if you're in that position then and if there are people around that you think oh it'd be great to start with these people then yeah. just just ask them yeah because I'm sure a lot of people are would love something like that. They would. Um, but until something actually happens, like you were saying earlier, if you don't organise something, no. it's just not just going to appear out of thin air. It won't. So, yeah, you need to be proactive about it. And, you know, when we started this group, it wasn't anything big. No. We were just like, oh, do you guys want to come over yeah. and hang out one evening? Um, and we've sort of been doing it every week since, and it's been lovely. And sometimes, you know, we'll just discuss all sorts of yeah. nonsense. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, half of it. But then other times we've had really good yeah. conversations about what we believe, about God, about faith, mm. about our struggles. Um, and that's the thing is that community. And I would say to those who aren't Christians as well, it's important to have community. Yeah, totally. Because we're all built. Like Obviously, I believe and we believe that, that God's created us and that he's created us for community. Yeah. So we all need community wherever we are. Um, so hopefully from this episode, we've we've learned that and the need for rest yeah so it's two really really actually important things that we've been able to to discuss uh this episode so thanks so much laura so welcome. For, for giving giving your time or giving your annual leave up to come on oh, no. the noise podcast now a couple of exciting things so by the time this next so not by the time the next episode after this comes out so episode eight um we'll have our first single released off the new EP that I'm working on can't wait so Upside Down Kingdom is on its way so I've posted this on social media recently if you saw so we finished the music so that's all done that's finished and right now um my good friend Matt Matt Bayless who was on episode three he is working hard bless him on a really cool lyric video um it's going to be really colorful really bright and it's going to be awesome so when you get it just um you know, turn up the music, put your headphones on, blast it. And it, it sounds good when you play it loud. Yeah. I've added it on in the car once or twice and Aww. it's a good, good driving tune. So please keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm not sure exactly when we want to release it. We want to release it by the end of July, if at all possible. We see how Matt gets on. I'm sure he'll manage. So keep an eye out for that. Um, oh, and uh, just a bit of noise news. It's been super busy recently, which has been good. good. Doing different Welsh language things. And last Saturday night... I was at Bethel Ponteclean with Drakeford. Now, oh, I don't know if yeah. any of you who are listening know who Drakeford are, but there's this husband and wife. They're from America. Well, she's from Birmingham. They met on the mission field. Now they live in America. It's all a big backstory. Uh, they'd like this acoustic folk duo, lovely harmonies, great songs. Um, and Bethel Ponteclean, fair play to them. Chris, Chris Bullock invited me. So thank you very much to you, Chris. And we had a really, really awesome night. But yeah, look out for this single and the ep is hopefully coming then in a month or two uh again it is being worked on it's just time and and whatever else so um before we finish we've got to have the the joke but yeah we'll do a bonus joke today because there's only two yeah. of us so i'll share one because like, i kind of feel like you need to share okay yours. so i'll i'll share the one because we're talking about the community and the house yeah. group and this this joke was birthed out of the latest house group so they were talking about 
who's because I think one of us is left-handed, you know, strange person. No, Anthony was left-handed. Anthony's left-handed. Um, I think more obviously most people are right-handed, and then someone said, "Oh, I, I, I can use both." Um, and then because I'm ambidextrous, and then I said, "Oh, usually I'm right-handed, but um, I can catch deer with both hands. I'm bambidextrous. Come on." <laughs> You know what? I I was really proud of you for that. Thank I thought you. that was that was you just I, came out with it. Thank you. I know. It, it was, was off it the was cuff. Superior. And I've had some pushback on the jokes on the podcast so far. Yeah. You know, people saying stick to the day job, etc. But you know what? I'm proud of that one. You've totally redeemed so, yourself. You know, if anyone's got an issue with that, that's that's a you problem. My brother always says this. That's a you problem. <laughs> it's not a me problem, that's a you problem. So we'll have we've got to have the the, the infamous dice. Okay. To, to finish. So right. you've got one lined up. I do have one lined up. Because you've been on a few episodes now. You've not been chosen yet. No, I've not. But it's a 50-50 chance. It's 50-50, isn't it? So, um, so we're going to have... You can choose one or two. One being one, two, three. Two being four, five, six. So what what half of the dice do you want? I'm going to go two. Two. Four, five, six for Laura. Okay, I'm one, two, three in that case. So joke to finish the podcast. This episode is going to be told by... Wait, who is four? You're the higher ones, yeah. aren't you? Oh, it's Laura. It oh, me. finally. Number six. Right, then. We're looking forward to this. Look, we've waited three episodes for this, so no pressure. It's got to be a good one. And actually, this joke kind of ties in with what we were talking about. Which, no way. Yeah, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. So, what do you call Batman? No, hang on. Let me get this right. Hang on. No. That went well. That went really well. Oh, yeah. No. Don't tell me Batman's a punchline because that no. would have ruined the whole thing. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Right, what do you call Batman skipping church? Oh, it does tie in nicely. I know, doesn't it? I don't know. What do you call Batman skipping church? Christian Bale. Oh! oh. <laughs> right, let us know, guys, which joke was better. Was it the Bambi Dexter's one or with the Christian Bale? Let us know. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next month for episode eight. Again, creeping up to those double figures. Exciting times. Um, thank you so much for listening and Get in touch if you want. Uh, find us on social media. Drop us a message if anything's spoken to you. If you want to know more about Christian community, uh, if you've got any questions about what we've discussed, please get in touch. But until next time, um, have a good month and have a good summer. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>